Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Hey Drama Jen. And I'm K-Muse. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our Patreon supporters. It's a great place to chat with us about recent dramas and what we're watching. And we are planning a whole bunch of new perks just in the new year. So be sure to come check us out. The link is in our show notes. Awesome. So today we are going to talk about hashtag alive, the movie that um, is all about zombies. So I'm really excited because I am a huge fan of uh, UIN, and we also get a chance to see, um, I think, kind of a different side. So I'm I'm looking forward to talking about this. Me too. And we're going to start off talking about, what else? Zombies. <laughs> Do we like zombie movies? I have to admit that I really enjoy Korean zombie movies for the most part. I think when it comes to supernatural element, this is one of their best tropes that they seem to be able to do. Uh, it is not vampires. Heaven knows that. <laughs> I <laughs> I think I maybe have like one vampire movie I like where there's multiple zombie movies. So they do zombies really, really well. Very scary, but still humanizing the people that are dealing with the zombies. And so I'm always up for a Korean zombie movie. I totally agree. I think, first of all, like Train to Busan is one of my favorite zombie movies in general, not just Korean zombie movies. But I think you really hit it um, very appropriately. The idea that uh, the Korean zombie movies do a really great job of having kind of creepy, scary zombies, but they just do a great job of also giving us a look at the characters in the story. I just think that that character development is sort of one of the key features of a zombie movie. It's not just a whole bunch of people running around trying to get away, but we really get to see sort of a human side to uh, the human struggle. So that's what I love about the zombie movies. Exactly. And it also helps that it well, because of COVID, unfortunately, movie theaters are not open. So it wasn't able to be released here in the U.S. So they just put it on Netflix, which was very convenient for both of us, I think. Super <laughs> so, convenient. Absolutely. And I know. So I was thrilled to see it there and so quickly. So I was like, yay, a light, like a silver. Um, silver lining. Silver lining. Yes. yes silver <laughs> lining. To this experience that we are all in together. I mean, so. it was, there's something about zombie movies during a pandemic that make me just feel a little weird because, I mean, it's this idea that it's a, it's a, especially the way this one's set up, that it's almost like a virus, like they're infecting one person after another, after another, and some people are just fighting to survive. So, um, you know, there was a little bit of that, but I have to say that I, I, like I said, I'm a fan. So really this story starts out right from the beginning. We, um, we find out that the zombie plague has just started and Yuan's character is, is kind of trapped in his apartment building. So 
did this work for you or would you have liked to have had more of a build up before the appearance of the zombies? So, so I can tell you my thoughts on that yeah. if you want, which was go for it. Yes. I will gather my thoughts, <laughs> gather your thoughts, because for me, um, at first, I was a little surprised that so much of this action, I guess, was happening just within his apartment. It seemed a little weird to me at first, but once I could kind of see everything they were able to do with that, I was actually pretty impressed. Similarly, it's just like on Train to Busan, like the whole thing was happening on this train um, and you wouldn't think that you could have that much really going on in just such a small space, but they really managed to do it. So, so it worked for me. I'm conflicted because on one hand, I really like knowing the whys and hows of how things happening. And I felt that it was kind of rushed. Just one second, it's your normal day. And the next second, he's told to go look on the news and they just lure a whole bunch of info real fast and then you have zombie apocalypse you know I think for me personally I do like a little bit more build up I did find it extremely interesting on how they focused so much of the action just right in his apartment and his apartment complex that's where everything happens um, so it was very interesting to kind of see like you know if there was something like this to happen, a lot of people would be stuck in their their apartments or houses. And how would you deal with the whole situation that way? So it was interesting. I'm not sure it's my favorite beginning ever, but in the whole, it was satisfactory, I guess. Well, and if I, that makes sense. I guess for me, it was, I could kind of relate having, you know, with all of us having been quarantined for, you know, recently. For me, it really kind of just felt real because I I don't know. I mean, I could see that happening. It felt if honestly, it felt like that has happened where one day I was able to go to restaurants and the next I was quarantined in my house. And so just to see that kind of sudden shift, not even thinking in terms of zombie, but just how he had to adapt to being just him in his little apartment by himself. Um, and he, of course, didn't even have the benefit of internet after a while. So at least we've had that. And kind of expanding on that, this show makes me always want to keep a loaded pantry in the yes, future. Because I'm all like, oh my goodness, he cannot get any food or he will be munched on. And just the, like, I swear I had like pangs of hunger as I watched him slowly eat his last food and the way and that just he, what do you do yeah the way that he has sort of had it sort of portioned out so that he could make sure that he had enough and you know he knew what when he was going to eat each thing like yeah it made me whew. well and it's also interesting how this is really what the story is about how he's dealing with all these little things that you don't think of Whereas so many other zombie movies, it's all about movement. It's about the getting away or running towards something. And with him, he's just sitting put until something changes. And he doesn't know if anything is ever going to change because he's so cut off from the world. 
And that's kind of where the hashtag alive comes in because before he lost his internet access, he sent out a message with his address and saying where he was and that he was still alive and put it on social media. And so it's really interesting that they took a whole different aspect of the zombie concept and really toned back the action quite a bit. For, mm -hmm. Well, at least for the first half. Right. And so it was really interesting to just see a different aspect of what could happen in the middle of something like this. And again, I'm sorry. Like, I just felt like I could, it felt real to me because I was like, yeah, I mean, that's true. If you have zombies outside and you can't leave, like you really do have to think about what you have in your cupboards and, you know, I don't know, like the toilet paper shortage in the United States, you know, like during our quarantine time, things like that. Like it really, sorry to keep drawing comparisons, but I feel like I'm living in a zombie movie sometimes. So, um, <laughs> but I will just say that, yeah, I thought that that was a really interesting aspect of this, It, especially the first half. It was not what I was expecting. Like I certainly was expecting much more action and, and zombie munching and things like that and, and zombie fighting. And we, we do get some of that, but a lot of it was that mental game of like just trying to survive. Well, and I'm so used to seeing you are in play these characters that are like larger than life tough and you watch him and he suffers and he finds out his family is dead uh -huh. or zombies, which was just heartbreaking. Yeah. And you just feel so bad for him. And you understand when he decides that he's going to take his life. He's out of food. He's He has no idea whether he's alone or not. There's nothing left other than, you know, starve to death slowly or be a zombie. And so he does get to a very low point right in the middle of the show. So and so true. it was very interesting. And I, you have to think, you know, what would you do? I mean, yeah. at what point would you be like, death is preferable from what I'm going through? Well, and then you know? we, we also got to see that slow destruction of the basics of life, things that we just take for granted. So he loses his electricity. He loses his communication services. So he, you know, used to be a gamer and he's not able to do that. That was one of the first things. And then just that sense of like everything. And then of course, food, he felt, you could just see how alone he felt. Um, and just uh, like you said, I mean, the fact that he gets so desperate that he's a, a thinking that he might take his own life. That was really, that was really frightening. Like to me, that was just powerful. And then that also was a turning point in the show. So, yeah. So before we talk about the second half of the show, let's discuss the zombies. Were they scary? Like where on a scale of one to <laughs> terrifying would you put these guys? <laughs> so I didn't personally think they were horrifyingly scary like some like other zombie movies. However, um, there were some scenes that and I can't remember if it was in the first half, but when he ventures out and he goes to the neighbor's house or whatever, like some of mm -hmm. the actions, you know, and the things that he does, um, there were, there were some jump scares in this movie for sure. Um, so in that sense, it was intense, but I, I don't know, like looking out, I guess in some sense they were scary because they made a point in the news, um, 
report to state that these zombies, they were noticing they were retaining their memories or abilities from it was like muscle memory yeah like, like muscle they would memory do things that they knew how to do when they were alive right so, so. like the firefighter the firefighter zombie could climb and the police officer zombie could shoot and things like that so in that sense they were kind of scarier because they weren't just mindless you know looking for brains or whatever depending you know depending on which zombie movies you've watched what, what were your yeah. thoughts I thought for zombies, this was definitely one of the more mild zombie movies. I think that some of the people that get scared really easily, I think this would be slightly easier to watch than, say, Train to Busan. Because Train yeah. to Busan, they definitely are graphically scary. You know, there's a lot more intensity. There are scenes where there's some jump scares, but I think on a whole, the scare factor isn't as heavy. Uh, yeah. Uh, just in comparison. Yep, I agree. So, I mean, it's still a little startling and it's still a little, like, ew, but it's not graphic as a lot of the other shows are. I I, I agree. Yeah, this is, there's more of a, I don't know, um, like, psychological piece to this that you don't always yeah. get in zombie movies. And then also... Um, there's some action later on, so yeah. Which um, I would I would say if you can watch Kingdom on Netflix, the zombie drama, uh-huh. then this one is a cinch because Kingdom is much scarier than this one. I agree. So absolutely. So when we get to that halfway point, which again I was shocked that we got this far, that's when we're introduced to Park Shin Hye's character, and. I thought that, like, for me, that I thought that was really interesting because I kept waiting for her to show up because I knew she was in it. But we were almost halfway through the movie before we had really another major character. It was all this boy in his apartment just trying to survive and and going through the motions of, you know, accepting and then not accepting and just watching his world fall apart kind of thing. And just at the point where he's going to take his own life, that's really when we're introduced to her. So I thought that was interesting. How about you? I agree. I kept expecting her to show up a lot earlier because yeah. she's such a big name. She's equal to him, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's like, well, where is she? Like, is she going to come ever? And then you kind of forget about it because you're sucked into his story. But I definitely was impatiently waiting for her to show up. And I was wondering whether I was going to like her because I know that a lot of people just love her, but she's kind of hit and miss sometimes for me. Just, I'm never quite sure if she's going to click with me emotionally. Sometimes I just seem to have a disconnect with some of her characters and luckily, I really, really enjoyed this character. And I would say she's even my favorite aspect of the show. Yeah, I think she really, first of all, I think she did a really great job. I think sometimes my issue with her is just she doesn't always connect with her co-stars, like in a romantic way. Um, I think she definitely did in Pinocchio with um, Lee Jong-suk. And I've seen her connect with others. But I'll say that for me it can be the romantic connection because we didn't really get that aspect of it. I just thought she really did a great job and I loved her kind of spunky um, resourcefulness uh, 
and I, I just thought that really lent a lot to this drama. She was by far the smarter of the two, in oh, my sure. opinion. <laughs> oh, for you know, sure. And I loved that she saw him at his utmost worst because he's attempting to kill himself and is not successful, obviously, because she like what does she does a laser pointer or something yes. to just to indicate, hey, I'm here, stop doing this. Yeah. And so and then they connect with each other with a walkie talkie and like a little pulley string because she's in the apartment complex across the street from him or well it's not even a street it's more like an alleyway kind of thing so it's not way far away it's in the like apartment complex kind of thing but he uses yes he uses his drone uh at first until that gets destroyed fly a string across to her with a note yes and so they form this communication and she she's definitely the most more resourceful she has like zombie booby traps in her house to protect her from the zombies and she just kills them she's pretty awesome i really like her character i agree i like her character a lot too so their communication was really well we kind of talked about it yeah (laughs) that's i think that 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 was really as we'd say kind of a turning point um, it felt like it, maybe it came a little later than we were expecting it was going to. But just this way of, like, you felt his complete desperation. And so when he finally connected with someone, I felt his elation as well. Like, he just felt like you could feel him change. Um, and I think they both just did a really great job with that particular part. So what did you think once the two characters found each other? Do you think it made them more reckless? Well, I think we finally were at the part of the movie where it's like, well, they can't just stay in their apartments. They're going to starve to death because they have no food. So they kind of have to do that little extra bit of adventuring out to try to find food, substance, and eventually to find a way to get away from the zombies. You know, it's kind of... There's nowhere for them to go other than progress together. And so I think it made them more feel not so alone and gave them kind of a renewed lease on life. Yeah, I loved how they um, physically got together the way that uh, Park Shin Hye's character just, I mean, bad donkey all over the place. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She was totally so cool. It's like, wow, she needs to do a few more action shows where it's all action and less romance because I might love that. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I agree. I was completely kind of like sucked in. I thought that was really amazing. So, yeah, I think that personally, do I think that they they were more reckless, but with reason I mean they really they had to work together and they were desperate so yeah I can't help but notice that there were a few zombie inconsistencies what it when it came to what they can and can't do it really kind of bugged me when they just for months go past doors and suddenly they hear a sound and you have to imagine this isn't the first sound he's ever made. And then they're on the hunt. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I just feel like 
the zombie lore for these specific zombies wasn't as stated as well as it could have been. Like it says, oh, well, they have muscle memory just so that they could have that one little scene of the firemen going up the, yes. the, the wall. But these zombies do not seem overly bright. Well, I'm just because saying. like he was in the hallway at one point and they all like went past him or whatever, like because he held perfectly still. I was like, are there, is it like like in Jurassic Park? Like if you hold still, the, the T-Rex won't see you or whatever. I mean, it was a it just like but you said. But other times that doesn't work. And, right. Or they smell them or they don't smell them or they hear them or they don't hear them. It doesn't make sense, you know. This, yeah, and at the towards the end, there's a, a louder noise, and it's like they all storm that one building. I just was like, "What? That doesn't. I mean, it could have come from that. Anywhere. Doesn't make sense. It could be another zombie munching on another zombie because it yeah. seems that that's what they do, and yeah. that has to make noise. So it doesn't make sense that there's just one noise and suddenly it's like attack. Well, and it know. didn't it didn't say that their abilities were enhanced in any way. And so, like, I don't know about you, but if I hear a sound, I am not going to be able to figure out exactly which apartment complex it came from or which built, you know, which room, because exactly. that's just not in my skill set. So, um, well, yeah, and agreed. my I watched this with my kids. So that kind of tells you how scary it is. I did let my teenagers watch it with me. I didn't have any problems with that. And. They were like, is it just the same like 12 zombies over and over again? It is. Because <laughs> it it was kind of to the point where you kind of noticed that they did not have an extensive, um, what do you call it when they have just extras? Yeah. like They did not have an extensive amount of extras being zombies. And so in an apartment complex of that magnitude, it felt very lacking in zombie ease. Yeah. And so that was a little confusing, too. And it kind of, I think, detracted from the scariness of the whole event as well, because it seemed like it was maybe like a small zombie outbreak of like 12, (laughs) you know. I agree. And And you would you could be like, wait a minute, isn't that the same? Like it almost like you be when you could recognize the zombies in each of the scenes. um, Yeah. And then it's like, didn't he get munched on by another zombie in a previous (laughs) scene? And now he's back. I'm pretty sure that that's not kosher, you know. (laughs) But other than that, that was my one complaint is that the zombies were a little inconsistent. So, well, I was feeling at first really good for them. So they're they are together. They're escaping and they find another survivor. And at first I was like, okay, this is great. And then I started to get a little suspicious and he was like offering them food and drink. And there was just something inside where I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And it turns out he really was really creepy. And what were your thoughts? So creepy. Oh my word. I actually almost expected him to have a zombie baby. Yeah. Cause they had the baby and he mentioned that his baby's not with him anymore or something along those lines. And then he drugs them and drags the girl, uh, Park Shin Hei, to a room with a crib and a cradle and everything in it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, zombie baby. But no, he has his wife like chained and he caught them to feed them to her, which is so flipping creepy. It is. Oh my word. 
It is so bad. Because, like, does he somehow think that, that like, he's going to be able to, I don't know, like, reconcile this in some way? Like, she's a zombie guy. I'm sorry. But your wife that you remember is no longer. And, and she probably ate your baby. Yeah. I mean, someone got the baby because there's only two of them there and there was no baby. So well, I thought that they had entered somebody's apartment and eaten the eaten that family. That was my thinking was that mm-hmm. they, you know, that he'd fed her fed that family to her and it wasn't really his place because that's why they were like, "Oh, do you have a baby?" Um but again, mm-hmm. there were some inconsistencies. I personally think it might have been better if if it had been a baby, like a toddler or something because you could almost, I don't know, there was a, I guess your wife too, but there was just, yeah. I didn't quite get the full, all I knew was it was way creepy. Um, well, and then uh, they eventually, somehow, she manages to not get munched on by zombie mom. And the zombie mom gets loose and munches on her husband. It was, it was a weird scene. It was, it was. a very odd scene. Yes. So I'm and not th- sure how I feel about that. That might annoy me more than the zombie inconsistencies. Well, and then they decided, like, they're basically hopeless. And because he had told them there were people on the way or something like that. And then they realized that he'd lied to them. And so they're going to, like, instead of letting the zombies, like, or letting them become zombified, they decide they're, they're going to, like, die. shoot each other. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That's a little. I did wonder if that's how it was going to end. Um, Me too. This is an Asian show. It's yep. not above the realm of possibility of what they would do. You know. I totally was thinking that was going to be the ending. Like they would just shoot each other and that would be it. But it did have an interesting ending. It did. It did. Our duo is finally rescued. Um there's like a military helicopter going through looking for survivors. And I guess because he had left that hashtag alive on social media, they were looping towards his uh, apartment. And so they see him through the window and they rush up with zombies on their tail to the top of the roof again. I don't know how they got up there, but they did. And then they can't find it. But just when they're about to get munched and zombified, uh, the helicopter comes up to the side of the building with a machine gun and shoots all the zombies. And they're alive. I had, for a moment, I had flashbacks to, oh, oh, shoot, the Song Joon Ki um, 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 son. What is it called? What's the drama? Um... Oh my gosh. The Descendants of the Sun? Yes. Descendants of the yes. Sun. Because there's the scene where where they pick him up in the helicopter or whatever. So I was looking for Sun Jun Ki. But anyway, I that was a moment where I was like, yeah. I really, because I, I wasn't expecting it. I was not expecting them to be rescued. It was interesting. I agree. However, then the like practical part of me started coming through and thinking, <sighs> You know when a helicopter is near you. Those things are so flippin' loud. There's no way that they would be like, oh no, we're gonna die. 
when a helicopter is coming up the building right underneath you. You would hear that sucker. The wind would be blowing your hair. I and mean, so. there's there's a lot of zombies chasing after them. Their adrenaline is kind of, you know, like, I mean, I could see that you might tone, like, like I don't know, tune some of that out, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, right. and we did say Yuan's character was not the brightest, so maybe. True. But Park, <laughs> Park, Park Shinye should have known better, so. Yeah. But I guess that they were just roaming around looking for survivors because it wasn't a nationwide thing. It was just in the city. Yeah, that was also weird to me. Yeah. Like, and also, they're kind of taking a chance that he's still alive because there were many, many times where he could have been zombified. Um including as they were coming up the stairs and he's like blocking the stairs with a bike or whatever it was. I was like, come on, there's no way that he did. And his his... hands and arms are completely open to zombie teeth. Totally true. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, and also they can't guarantee that he wasn't like they rescued them, but did they check them all over to make sure that they didn't have zombie bites? Cause it doesn't happen immediately. So for all we know, they could have been, you know, they could have had zombie bites and then eaten everybody in the helicopter. That is true. Even nowadays, we have to like uh, say that we haven't been around anyone with COVID that we know of before we can go into a restaurant. So that's right. You know, that's right. There's so more you... checking at my restaurant than there were by those military men. <laughs> yes. So let that be a lesson to everyone. Zombie checks are important. Um, it is. And use your hand sanitizer, too. So, and wear a mask. Um, yes. And don't let the zombies bite you. All right. So there were some jump scare moments. So yes. I want to ask you which moment made you jump the most. And I will tell you, for me, it was when he was going into the um, the how the apartment with, like, he was looking at all the mountain climbing stuff and the camping equipment and all of that. And... Um, and then there was somebody on the bed who was dead, zombied, not zombie. I just thought dead. it was a zombie. It yeah. Was, they were just dead, but I they thought were, it was a zombie. Yeah, me too. They're dead. And I just, the, what a, I was expecting something to happen. I just, when it happened, it caught me off guard and I, I did physically jump. So um, that they did a good job with that jump scare. How about you? For me, I think it was when... He had moved his fridge up against the door to kind of block the door from any zombies coming in. And there was this big brute of a zombie that just started slamming on the door, slamming on the door. And you audience kind of freaked out. He glances to the side of the fridge and somehow the zombie had already pushed it in enough to be on the other side of the fridge, leering back at him. And that freaked me out. That yeah, was that... definitely the zombie jump scare of the show for me. That was scary. most of the others. It's like, eh, I saw that coming, but that one definitely got me. So, oh boy, yeah. So it's got some, it has some intense moments, but it, I think overall it it did have some. It was it for me. It was a good watch. So, so when you think about so recommending, would we recommend. Yeah. I would definitely recommend this. I think it's one of the safer ones for people that might be a little squeamish about munching on brains. 
I definitely think if you give it a try, you might be able to do it. Definitely most of the jump scares are in the first, uh, I'd say, hour. So if you get past hour one, you're pretty safe. Because even though there's a lot more action, the jump scares aren't the same. So True. That's true. There's more action, but you're right. The jump scare piece isn't really there once, once really kind of once they're together. Um, yeah. A little bit like in their individual apartments and things. But yeah, I would I recommend it? I would. I think that, first of all, anybody who likes zombie movies, that why not give this one a try? Also, I love that it's readily available if you're a Netflix person. Um, you could just scroll through Netflix and, and be able to watch it. And also the fact that it's a movie, um, not a drama. So you have kind of a, an intense period of watching. But if you know if you're not able to binge something or don't have a lot of time, it's kind of nice just to kind of work this one in. And if you are in the month of October and looking for something, you know, a little bit scarier or something to just sort of be a change of pace, I think it's a good one. So, yes, I'd recommend. All right. I feel like I just reliving it. I feel a little like, (laughs) okay. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. And if there is a specific actor or theme that you'd like for us to discuss, then just let us know. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes we have so much more to say. And we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.